this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Hey, what's up? It's Sparky, and this is the Pie Boy Podcast, episode 109. I could be from anywhere. And first, I just want to kick it off by connecting back to last week's poem. Uh, Peter, oh no, whoa, 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 whoa. Deep Thoughts in a Shallow City. And uh, I just feel like I went off on this huge rant, and it took way too long talking about the hip-hop and poetry and the poet laureate and all that stuff. But anyway, I want I just want to connect back to my poem and do a better job at talking about things in there and just thinking about that so many people in our city and in, in Portland and Multnomah County um, like Far East County and all this stuff people are just struggling and I just saw so much of it and I see so much of it every day um whether it be in my classrooms or just driving around my neighborhood, being in my neighborhood, driving around Portland and all these things. And <clears throat> I can't help but just be frustrated and want to do more and just say that that poem, the energy really came from it. Like it's so easy to criticize so easy for people to criticize the city and even people that love it and live here and, grind here every single day but it's really hard to take action on those things and not complain but do better and see how the like the little ripple effects of that go out and like one of the biggest things is just being more kind and like i said something about don't be less of a karen be more like somebody's mother and help another or something like that and it's yeah like stop criticizing and feeling like everything's happening to you like Pete, there's so many real world examples right around us of people that are doing way worse and should leave you with nothing to complain about that's where that poem was coming from was that energy But as I move forward, thinking about that hip hop stuff, and you know, it just—I just want to clarify. And it's like I wasn't trying to talk trash; it was just challenge. I just wanted to challenge and say that, like, hip hop and poetry need to come together. They're so related. I think it's like a branch, this huge branch. Like music in general is a branch off of poetry. It's like an evolution of it. It's like they put music to poetry. Uh, with rock and roll and jazz and hip-hop and rap and blues and you name it. And I think that's important in that by just pointing out those things, like music is universal, poetry can be universal too if we have the right access. And one thing he did start to talk about, and I, maybe this is what it is, that he, I felt upset that he didn't go in the right direction when he said about like if if this is an entry point if hip-hop is an entry point for people to get into poetry then they should and they should do that and i wish he would have said more it's like that's what i'm doing in my classes is that when i'm talking about poetry and showing them like things that are just a poem 
but then showing them how we can apply those same analyzing skills and under comprehension and critical thinking of that poem to lyrics and a, a musical composition or a song, hip hop song, a rock and roll song, a pop song, not every single one in the world, but there's tons of examples uh, of things where we can enter that way. And I think that's really huge. And I think I'm taking a huge risk by riding that vehicle of hip hop for sure. Like maybe if I did it with rock and roll, it'd be more acceptable, but I don't want to like poetry is so much more uh, flexible and movable in that sense. And when I think about it, it was my entry point too. And it was my entry point in the sense that like, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't privileged enough to like really get like a poetry education, but I still was privileged in the sense I had public school and like they were giving us this canon of old stuff talking about like frost or Langston Hughes was a G, but like, I can't really name all the other stuff that we were checking. I know we learned poetry in different forms and different things, but like it didn't stick. And it's because I couldn't relate to it in certain ways. Langston Hughes, yes, but other people, no. And that's why I don't remember. But I remember learning about metaphors and similes. We'll bring it back to the grassroots of this stuff, making comparisons and being creative with language hip-hop and rap and a lot of music in general is full of metaphors and figurative language and sensory language and similes and um, personification, making things, giving them human-like qualities that they're not alive, like talking about shoes like they're alive or your chain or whatever it is. Those things live there. And I remember being like, Am I crazy that I'm seeing this? I can understand. I could analyze my hip hop song better than I can analyze this poem I got for class and in, in advanced English, like my sophomore year in high school. I can't explain that, but my teacher would be like, no, like you're not going to do that. You're not going to compare that. So like, I think that was drilled into us. I think that's a structuralized thing that kind of pushed out certain people and whatever reason people didn't aren't are waking up to that now. And it took taking generations. So like, that's the kind of stuff I'm speaking to. And that might be over your head or it might be your entry into this. So like, welcome to the party. Here we are poetry. So let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I feel better about those statements. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And like thinking about my theme of the, my song of the week is Rolling Stones. Um, it's only rock and roll, but I like it, but I love it. It starts with the opening, the opening part. It talks about like spreading his heart all over the stage, like wearing his heart on his sleeve and like the blues, like here we are, like rock and roll. Here's my, here's my energy and like that's why i do this very similar and it speaks to that in this poem today i could be from anywhere speaks to a bigger thing of remembering where you come from and not only like the physical place like your neighborhood or your state or your city but the people 
and the traditions and the cultures and the flavors, the food, the music, the memories, the conversations, the things in your neighborhood, the nature, the sensory details, the smells, the sounds, the sights, the feels. That's where you come from. And when you start to look deep into that, you're going to find some really interesting stuff, some um, flexible materials that you can use in certain situations, like poetry. And I wrote this poem with my students, actually, last year. And it was a really fun experience. I, I was kind of coming out of a funk, kind of coming out of a, not really, like, working on writing stuff, but, like, just feeling like I was grinding on something that wasn't really going anywhere. And I was working on my memoir, and it was just really hard, and I needed to balance it with something else. And poetry and other kinds of writing is that thing, but I kind of forgot about it. But then it became Poetry Month, and I just got really invigorated, like came back alive and with doing stuff with my students. And I found this assignment and these poems, like a whole series of poems. There's a whole series, like a whole thing about I am from, I am from here, I am from poet, poet poems. And yeah, I just wrote that with them. And I, I always write when we do a lot of my normal assignments, my basic language arts assignments. I'm always working with them and showing my writing process and stuff. But with the creative writing, I really take it serious to try to show them something they can do, make it accessible, not like the stuff, I, all the stuff I find online or stuff we read that to them seems so foreign because we don't, can't even touch the poets most of the time. So I try to make it real. And I wrote this thinking about where I come from and like... That's why I picked Rolling Stones for the music this week is like, I come from classic rock and I write about this in this and I'll, I'll read the poem and then break down those things. I come from classic rock. I come from listening to the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin and Queen and different things in my house, especially with my dad um, side of the family and my mom's side of the family too. Um, but whenever I hear those things, it takes me back like a little time machine i feel like i i gotta like show homage to that and it helps me remember where i come from and all the things that come with that and at the same time i was i got this picture recently from my uh, aunt on my mom's side of the family and it was a, it's a picture of my great grandma elsie my my grandpa jim's mom who is a wild woman from North Dakota. And it just, it, it reminded me, I keep looking at it. Uh, she's dressed up in some like cowgirl stuff and Buddy Holly glasses. And she's flipping a cowboy hat off her head and kind of doing a little thing, like a jig looking thing, showing off, showing off her spiciness and tough as nails personality type stuff and that I the stories I heard and just help me remember where I come from I come from those fierce women and those rock and rollers and different things as you'll see in this poem and the other funny connection is that it connects to a pillar of hip-hop which is knowledge 
and self-knowledge and knowing yourself and where you come from, knowing your hood, knowing your, your grounds, knowing your stomping grounds, knowing where you come from is so important. And be able to tell that story in a way that gives you power. So there's another connection there. And that's for everybody. These things are for everybody. So let's get into it. I could be from anywhere. I'm from Portland, Oregon, where graffiti is the poetry of the city and food carts are the treasure map to my soul. I'm from loud people, storytellers, street brawlers, sweet lovers, jokesters, gossipers, black sheeps, and gypsy wisdom. I'm from addictions that will not take root in me. I am from sad songs and even darker woods. I'm from North Dakota, Russia, Norway, Mexico, Germany, Montana, California, Northwestern Europe, and Ellis Island. Look at my face and tell me where I come from. My people have crisscrossed the globe and their maps are laced in my genetics. I'm from ball fields, weight rooms, sports courts, oceans, rivers, lakes, campgrounds, and trailheads. I'm from the sounds of soul, blues, and rock and roll. I'm from big bass drums and street diction. I'm from cross-country road trips, muscle cars, and speeding when no one is looking. Yeah, I could be from anywhere. And I, I thought of that because of this, this thing that's happened to me kind of my whole life. And I know other people have dealt with this and people of color for sure. People asking and being like aggressive. Microaggression. This is a microaggression. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Use Google to your benefit. Um, but people ask you, well, they can't put you in a box, which that we're hardwired as humans to do that. But definitely in America, we're institutionalized to do that if we don't pay attention and work on it. Uh, it's like you, you look different, which I, I don't know. I look like a lot of different things, I guess, or I could be from a lot of different places and different kinds of people. And people say things like, where are you from? Or what are you? That's the bad one. What are you? Which it, most of the time it doesn't have bad intentions, but it has an impact that's bigger than the intent. And you got to understand that. And it's like answering that question. Now, this is where I come from. It's not just about my looks. It's about the sounds like rock and roll and souls and soul and blues and, you know, all that stuff. Big bass drums and street diction. I'm talking about the all of the storytellers and the way people talked around me. So many different kinds of people. Hustlers and gangster type people like people my mom was dealing with when she was selling drugs and running drugs and stuff. But then sports people, sports fans, athletes, coaches, um, artist type people, musician type people, scholars, uh, hillbillies, whatever, all the different kinds of language. I come from that because I paid attention and I listened. 
and sad songs because you know like we all have sadness man and there i can connect to so many sad moments through music so like i come from that and dark woods malala oregon at night malino clark's grange clark's cemetery at night is dark as shit out there man if you don't see very well not a great combo it's dangerous I listed all these places like this is my favorite part as I was writing this with my students. It just kind of came to me because I was thinking about all my genetic testing I had done because I was trying to answer that question of like, what are you and where do you come from? Because it's been happening for so long and I come from all those places, but I also come from places that I lived that I wasn't from. So like Montana, just visiting there, but I feel like I'm from there in a certain sense. And College of the Siskiyous in California, Weed, California. I feel like I'm kind of party, partly from there too, you know, we, from places that you spend time in. And <laughs> I think that's the road trips going to Montana, muscle cars, like... It's just a huge, like a culture that I grew up around of like appreciating old cars and cars that could go fast and cars that can burn out. I'm just spilling my soul across the stage here. Like I'm opening up, like giving you a, a tour of what is in my mind behind these glasses. Loud people. My mom used to always say like, here comes the louds. Like we're, we're loud and people look at us because of our people pay attention. And she always made me feel like that was a superpower, but I think more it was like, it just made us interesting. It may be annoying to some people, lots of storytellers on both sides, my mom and my dad in varying levels. <laughs> um, Street brawlers, my dad, if you listen to this podcast, some of the early stuff talking about my dad, like my dad was a brawler, bad, fighting people and almost dying and up in the hospital on certain occasions and getting hurt and hurting other people. Like just the stuff you should have went to prison for, like people could have died, just bad stuff, man. And my dad always would tell me these crazy stories and tell all my friends and be, as like a cautionary tale, like don't do this. Cause once I came around, he stopped. Thank God. Um, sweet lovers. Like there's a lot of love in my family. Even though there's a lot of darkness and things. There's, there's a lot of love too. And a lot of joking around and a lot of humor and a lot of gossipers talking shit about each other. My God, black sheeps all across the board, which makes it really, hard to operate when there's more than one on both sides of the family or in my case a lot of people thinking that they are and maybe it's a competition <laughs> yeah speaking to that uh speaking about graffiti in the city um yeah like graffiti if you read like i feel like a lot of people just like write this stuff off but if you read and kind of pay attention to the context of certain graffiti and like where it is and what it's saying and not just graffiti in general, like, but also like sticker stuff that goes around with that slap, the slap game and all these things like there, there's some messages there. It's a poetry. It's a certain nuance of language and weird extension that it's kind of like hieroglyphics and shit, but it's saying something and I hear it 
And I know other people do too. And whew, food carts, like, yeah, it's like a treasure map around here. Like there's so many, there's so much treasure. We're fortunate, fortunate people. And I love being from here. I take it for granted sometimes because I only realize that when I leave and I don't really leave my city and go that far. But like if I go to the East Coast, we're going to Maine, like food carts, they're trying, they're doing, they're trying there, but it's not the same. Not like here where you could just like roll out of bed any hour and find a good food cart. Crazy. Let's look here. Oh, this one's big and like thinking about these addictions that won't take root in me. Like, yeah, there's history of that. That's just many families way back and it's in mine too. And I have to be aware of that and I have to be like fighting that and that battle and taking care of my business and taking care of myself. So I, yeah, it doesn't take root in me because it could like predispose to that shit like so many people and you gotta pay attention because something could just switch mental health y'all take care of it um thinking about more of my notes um thinking about the ellis island stuff like i'm sitting here looking at my grandpa's family's the Kraft family coming over from Russia, which uh, we still don't know a lot of the story, but they were like Norwegian Russians, like Norwegians that were had been in Russia, but then left to come to America or something. It's a dense story, um, but I got the paperwork right here with uh, Grandpa's dad, who was older at the time, it was the turn of the century, 19... 01 uh, coming over here and with a lot of kids and a little bit of a mystery. Like, I don't know where the mom was. Um, I don't, my grandpa really didn't know. Um, a lot of the people in this family are a lot older. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I got to, I wrote this poem as like a remembering where I come from, but also like reminding myself that like I need to go further and figure out really like more so I can tell that story. And I think it's more important, not just for me, but for my, for my daughter and more of my family that that's maybe not their thing, that it's my thing and I'm going to go after it. Yeah. I love that. Let's see if there's any other notes here that I am forgetting. Otherwise, I think we're going to wrap it up. Feeling good about this. Yeah, just trying to make poetry more access accessible by talking about it in real ways and reminding you to tune in to your own poetry. You are poetry in motion. You just got to listen. And listen to everything around you. Pay attention. And most importantly... Remember where you come from. So that being said, until next time, happy hunting and see you out there.